Hey y'all, I hope everyone's had an amazing Christmas and a happy new year. I'm M back with some new episodes to kick off 2024. Today's episode, as you might have guessed from the title, is focusing on Disney's Jollywood Nights as part two of my Disney holiday events series. I'm super excited to be doing this episode as Jollywood Nights was kind of a hit or miss this year for some people, and I really want to know what y'all think at the end of all of this. Alright, well, let's go ahead and get started. If you're new here, welcome. My name is Haley Williamson, and this is the Dabbling in Pixie Dust podcast. Alright, well, let's go ahead and jump right into this. So, for those of you wondering what Jollywood Nights is, it was a new Christmas time addition to Disney's Christmas parties. As we know, we have the infamous Mickey's Very Merry Christmas. Um... But instead, they decided they were going to add another one called Jollywood Nights, which was located in Hollywood Studios. This party started at 7 o'clock and went only to 11 p.m., which is only four hours. It's the shortest of the Disney parties that they do during the holiday season. During this time at the park, there was a limited capacity and all attractions were open, meaning, you know, you had shorter lines and all that. Along with this, there were many character meet and greets, which included special characters that you normally don't get to meet, special holiday shows, and guests were asked to dress in their holiday best. So it all around sounded like a really good idea and concept when Disney first came out with it, but the reviews were not the kindest at the end of the day. Um, So I'm going to start doing these reviews with a section that I'm calling positive and negative, where I'm going to talk about the positives, the negatives that I've seen, some tips um, that I've found through my research, and at the end, I'm going to give my review after reading all of this research, just to kind of give you guys an overview of where my head was at after reading about all of this. Um, So, disclaimer, this review is not my own. Um, but these reviews have come from many of the Disney YouTubers that I watch, TikToks that I've seen on the event, and posts in a Facebook group that I'm in. Um, all right, so as always, I'm going to go ahead and start with the positives, as the negatives list is kind of long, being that, again, this was the first year that Disney did this. Um, so some of the positives that they had for this year was one the low wait times and I feel like that's with any Disney party um, when you have the limited capacity you're gonna have lower wait times especially for attractions so if you're like a person that normally does not want to wait like 90 minutes to ride Slinky Dog Dash um, I believe the lines at Jollywood Nights the different things that I had seen was like I think the most that they waited was like 45 minutes um, So yeah, um, the low wait times for attractions was a big hitter, um, especially being that Hollywood Studios is the park that normally has the longest wait times due to the park being so small and the limited amount of rides that they have. Um, Some other positives that they had was that the photo pass came with admissions, so any um, pictures that you took um, with the Christmas decorations, with the characters, uh, those came with your admission price, which is nice. However, we're going to get into costs a little bit more here later. A lot of people also said they loved getting dressed up. Um, and like I said before, Jollywood Nights, they were kind of like, you know, 
stroll down Sunset Boulevard in your holiday best. So, you know, some people came out there and they were just wearing like, you know, jeans and their holiday sweaters. I've seen some people that wore extravagant Christmas ball gowns. It really just depended on the kind of person um, that you wanted to be that night. Um, one thing that I will say, though, um, if you if they do end up doing this again next year, um, make sure you break your shoes in. And I cannot reiterate this enough, not even just for Jollywood Nights, but any park day. Please make sure you break your shoes in before you decide to go to these parks. Um, because if you buy brand new shoes and then you try to wear them in the parks, it's not going to end up good for you and you're going to end up having blisters. And then Facebook groups are going to have to hear about it. So <laughs> make sure you break your shoes in before going into these parks. Um, and the fourth positive thing that I saw was that they had some pretty good food options, especially for vegans. Um, and I know with researching the different resorts, the different foods, I'm a very picky eater, so um, I don't a lot of the times divvy, or not divvy, but I don't necessarily divert from my normal. So like in Magic Kingdom, a lot of the times I will go and I will eat at Casey's. Um, and get corn dog nuggets because I know that's what I like. And Disney food is so pricey. So I don't really like to go in somewhere and pay money for something that I might not like and something that I might not eat. So pretty much um, it, it can be difficult as a picky eater to find something in a Disney park that's not like chicken tenders that you really like. And to be honest, from a chicken tender connoisseur, um, Disney's chicken tenders ain't it, but Casey's corn dogs, top notch. But with Jollywood Nights, um, they had some really good choices for vegans, um, which normally Disney does not have as many great choices that do not include some form of meat. Uh, but that was, that was a win for the vegans. Getting into the negatives, um, of this party... A lot of people said the planning on Disney's part was pretty bad. It seemed like Disney, even though we all know that they never, like, just throw something out there and just kind of hope for the best, um, they, it seemed a lot like they did that with this party, that they didn't really think everything through, um, especially with pricing, the amount of time that they had, the area in which they did everything. Most of um, everything was going down Sunset Boulevard and, like, the main straightaway once you walk into the park. So, a lot of the other areas, like Toy Story Land, Star Wars, none of that stuff was even looked remotely Christmassy. Even, like, not even just for the party. They did not decorate it at all. Which I get for Star Wars is a little difficult as it is based on an IP and, you know, it's hard to decorate that for Christmas being that, you know, Christmas was never really shown in those movies. Um, but I think a lot of people were disappointed that, like, you go to this Christmas party and if you stay in the front of the park, it's really Christmassy and it's really fun. But then you go, like, back there to do attractions and it just looks the same old, same old. I think a lot of people were disappointed that they didn't have some kind of holiday overlay like Magic Kingdom does with um, Space Mountain and Jingle Cruise, as they call it during Christmas time, but Jungle Cruise. Um, so, yeah. It was 
a lot of people had a problem with how expensive it was too. I think it was, I think I saw a lady that said she's paid for her and her husband. It was like $340 uh, for four hours. And I mean, it's two of them. So that rounds about to $120 a person, which is more than you pay for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party. And I think the biggest deal for a lot of people was that they were paying more, which some people are okay with paying that. But um, in a later video, we'll talk about Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party. But at that party, they give out free hot cocoa and cookies all around Magic Kingdom. And there was nothing but photo pass included um, for this party. So no food, no drinks. You were paying like $120 a head to get in. And then on top of that, you have to buy like Disney expensive food and drinks. Even though that they did have some specific Jollywood nights like cocktails and um, food and drinks and different things like that. I mean, you still had to purchase them. So it can, it can get a little costly for people who... Um, are trying to you know stay within a budget um on top of that a lot of people were also complaining that for how expensive it was it was really only four hours and a lot of people have been focusing on that um it's way too short and there just wasn't enough time to do like go and ride the attractions that you wanted with a short amount of time um or to go, you know, meet all the characters or see all the shows. Like, there was just so much to do and so little time to do it. A lot of people were saying that the party probably would have been better if they did, like, Magic Kingdom and did from, like, 7 to midnight or even did, like, 7 to 1 a.m. or started the party earlier, like, at 6 p.m. As it does get dark here on the East Coast a lot earlier. So... I mean, it's genuine, generally dark by, like, 5.30, so they could have started the party at 6 and still had, like, that ambiance. Um, another thing that a lot of people were mad about was all the mobile ordering for all the restaurants was gone. There was no way to mobile order anything, so when you have all of this stuff you're trying to do, like the character meet and greets and the shows and the attractions and you're trying to like grab a quick bite to eat there's no way for you to like mobile order it and then turn around and go pick it up which is like one of my favorite things to do in the park um i did it last night i was in magic kingdom and i watched the fireworks and as i was waiting for people to clear out with the fireworks i ordered casey corn dogs and by the time that i got out of the crowd and over to casey's like it was ready to be picked up and i didn't have to wait so i mean it allows you to keep up with your time and make good use of your time and not having that I think a lot of people were upset about. The next thing that I saw that was a negative was the characters were only out for 30 minutes each hour which don't get me wrong I completely understand that you know these character actors need a break um like, I completely understand it. I've heard a lot of horror stories from cast members that have, you know, played these characters about how heavy the costumes are, especially the heads, and how hot it gets in there. And, I mean, during December in Florida, it's still every bit of 80 degrees during the day. So, I mean, I completely understand it, but at the same time, um, when you're paying for an exclusive event like that and the characters are only showing up like every 30 minutes, you're wasting a lot of valuable time, especially when there's people 
I mean, characters that you really want to meet, and they have, like, they had exclusive characters and exclusive holiday outfits that you could meet these characters in. And with that, I mean, you people were hardly able to meet them because the characters were not out for long enough to even get through, like, two-thirds of the crowd. Um, moving on to the tips. So... A lady actually posted this, and it was really helpful for me when doing research, but um, one of the things that she said was, just like in Magic Kingdom, for Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party, you can get your bands in the park starting at 4 p.m., so if you already have a valid park ticket and you're in the park that day, um, you can, you don't have to go out and come back in, you can just go get your band um, for the party at 4 p.m. Another thing she said was, if you're going to go to the Brown Derby, um, you need to go out and get your name on the wait list. There's no way to put your name on the wait list for the My Disney Experience app. And they don't, aren't really doing walk-ups to where, like, if you walked up and said, hey, I want a table, that they'll seat you. Um, and the last thing that I saw was the Brown Derby, um, wait list was, like, four hours long. Another thing that I saw was when you do go, do not check the My Disney Experience app as many character meet and greets are not posted there. You want to ask the people that are standing there, the cast members, um, where the characters will be meeting. You can ask them when they'll be coming out, and that's a lot more helpful as the My Disney Experience app was not up to date for these character meet and greets. The last thing that I saw um, that I really wanted to emphasize was to plan what you want to do before you go. Either you're going to prioritize rides or the more Jollywood Nights events like character meet and greets. And you can do a little bit of both, but you're not going to fully succeed at the end of the day trying to get everything done because there is so much to do. I always seem like a broken record when I talk about this because a lot of people go in to these events and they expect that they're going to have enough time to get everything done and four hours in a park isn't like barely any time at all um so prioritize what you want to do make a list figure it out what your family or you and your spouse want to do or maybe just yourself of what you want to get done and make that a priority okay so here was my review after doing all the research watching videos reading different articles and facebook posts um, from what I have seen, I would love to go to Jollywood Nights in 2024 if they decide to have it again. It seems like a lot of fun, and I would love to ride the rides that I normally have to wait a long time for in 30 minutes or less, kind of like Slinky Dog Dash, Rise of the Resistance, that kind of thing. I think the extra added characters make it really cool as well, and I love getting to dress up for just about anything. The one thing that I have seen from so many people is that they just go in with their expectations way too high. But it seems that if you can prioritize, you can get done what you want to get done. Overall, it seems like most people had a good time, except for those who came in expecting to be like Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned a little something about Jollywood Nights. And who knows, maybe I'll see you there next week. Keep a lookout for an upcoming episode um, to finish out my holiday special series, and that episode is going to be Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Again, thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.